Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Seb Philpott. And my name is Verity Simmons. Yeah, this is Three in a Bar. And well, this is part two of our conversation with Jesse Grimes. That's right. And as we alluded to in the end of that last episode, uh, Verity says something which uh, quite annoys Jesse. And there is a quite a large, um, how do you say, F-bomb yeah. that comes out Big of Jesse's lips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you've got any, any people that might be offended by that, then um, ask them to leave the room and or, or equivalent um method and uh there we go <laughs> so listen on now to find out what it is that i possibly could have said this is part two of jesse grimes i saw a video of myself playing the trumpet uh on on the telly the other day and i was like clang oh, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> clang Fuck, yeah, clang. fuck clang. I want to fuck clang. Fuck that. Let's get rid of that. Sorry, mum, if I'm new listening. I hate that. It's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. I'm shaving sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a cultural thing, isn't it? You're right. I deserve so it completely. And actually, maybe, hopefully, maybe something COVID is doing is making us at least celebrate what we do a bit more and yeah. care about it and be like, yeah. I mean, I've, I, 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 I've now completely gone off social media, um, oh, except well for work things. Uh, Emma has the password for my socials. Ah. So if I change the password, she knows. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> so I, I'm literally so addicted to it that I need somebody to actually externally take it away from me. Because I found okay. uh, like all people clanging, but like the the conversation on social media is either uh, our whole industry is screwed. Yeah. Everything is terrible. I hate my life. Or first day my cello went on the the train and I hate that one as yeah, well. Yeah, it's so polarised. Yeah. You're absolutely and right. And it's so, it's just, it just, but it either it, it just, I feel now like I go on social media and it's just like, going, ah, yeah. and then I turn it off and then there's a bit of calm again. Yeah. But that, I, I wonder with uh, the way everything's changed, will that clang thing um, be all right? But it's it's th- harder than ever to see it. Also, someone like, just did a gig. And like, Fuck you. Yeah. I yeah. think there's a tone to it though, isn't there? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I know I was joking, but you the but it, you are right. There's a sort of way of doing things and we should own what we do and we yeah. should feel proud and feel that we can talk about it. But I definitely think it's to do with tone, isn't it? Yeah. Especially with social media, like whether people are 
I don't know. There's just a different mm. approach, mm. isn't there? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a whole school of musicians who won't make a website for themselves because it's yeah. too embarrassing to put your name on it. And I didn't make one till actually with a lockdown project finally made my website because I think people are like, it's an embarrassing thing. Who do you think you are that you would put yourself out there individually? Because like we're orchestral people, we're part of a gang. You're not an individual. You can't be. But we're businesses. Yeah. We're literally paying taxes yeah. as yeah. a self-employed business. And what other business in the world would not have a website? No, not have else any would. presence? So true. Yeah. And yeah. the only thing that is acceptable is like maybe being on MAS where you've got a little profile. Yeah. That's the only thing because everybody does it. And I think, fuck that. Because yeah. we have to like forge our own thing and yeah. do it. And it's a really hard thing. Like I find like Sebastian Philpott, I find mm-hmm. you quite inspiring in that you're like, fuck it, I'm <sighs> just going to do it. I'm just going to make a possible YouTube channel coming oh. soon. Yeah. Um, or I'm going to, I'm going to do, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. everyone needs yeah. to have a bit more resilience of like, well, what's the worst that can happen if I just do it? Like, yeah. Yeah, nobody I, I actually know. gives a shit. <laughs> like, and that was the thing with the Garden Jam. Eventually, was like, okay, the worst thing is that people are gonna not like it or think it's crap. They're just not gonna watch it. That's mm. it. Fine. Yes. But, yeah, that's it. I thought at the start of the lockdown, I was like, this clang thing. I mean, because it's nonsense. Because all everyone was saying is like, I miss doing concerts so much. I miss mm-hmm. playing. Mm. So, like, why would you not talk about? No, you're right. Some some work that you, you wanted to do or or that you did because everyone's just like gagging for some work so uh i i thought that that kind of thing would would be over but i mean then people like me spring up, come along. <laughs> spring up all over their negative energy ruining I, it for everyone <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. Um, so actually i want to talk about um the social media thing mm. <laughs> at the end of last week's podcast yeah i <laughs> i um dramatically said oh i've deleted all the apps off my phone and all that, um, but I've put them back on again now um, <laughs> because because I'm I'm like, well, I actually need to I need to go on it sometimes to just retweet some stuff, retweet yeah. about the podcast, or mm. yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm I'm putting out there that no one's going to see it, so I need to yeah. do it for like really for business reasons. It's hard now. How do you get the balance right? Like, how do you just use it um, in a controlled way for your business in a healthy way that's not that doesn't end up with you sat on the toilet looking at Twitter for 20 minutes. That's yeah, the thing. It's hard. I think, so uh, weirdly, just before the first big lockdown happened, I had listened to an audiobook called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. I think it's Newport. Mm. Um, and I, 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 I listened to it and I was like, I am so convinced by this. The essential argument is like, it's using you and you're just wasting all of your time. Yeah. He does it way better. I'm not going to convince you by saying that. Um, and I went off it for a month. I did a full detox. So that really helped the beginning of lockdown. I didn't, oh, I wasn't I there yeah. for all the screaming. Yeah. Um, and that really, really helped. And I remember t- co- talking on the phone with a friend of mine from Dublin, who is now the artistic director, program manager of the National Symphony Orchestra. So she's an amazing, badass woman. And she, uh, sent me an email saying thank you so much because I talked to her on the phone and I said I've I've done this thing and it's actually kind of amazing and she was like I'm at my wit's end I've got two little kids we're at home working from home I'm gonna actually just like throw myself out a window Mm. or like I just need to sometimes lock myself in the car and cry it's really hard and I was like man it's really hard but we're making it way harder by doing this I sounded like a smug dick Um, but I sent her that I I did a nice thing this is one of my my things I try and do now if you're having a conversation you're like I really recommend this thing literally in the toilet send it to them yeah. send them the gift because otherwise i'm like oh go i go home it goes on my to-do list but so it's like one of my little things i like to do so i had sent it to her like while i was on the phone 
and she got it. And I got an email from her about three weeks ago being like, this literally has changed my life. I've now turned my phone basically into a dumb phone. Yeah. I email at a certain time in the day and it's changed my whole life and you've improved my relationship and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I have not done that, but thank you. But doing that, it's such a hard balance for us, right? Because so I took over your play along symphony, which I love. And actually in reading my pages back, one of the things I was like, I'm back in love with the clarinet and playing. And thanks to Seb's thing, just playing music and playing together. You know what? That that play along symphony came about through the artist's way. And I... It, so it, in a way, it, it came from you because you, you told me about it in the <laughs> cyclical. In the, this is nice. I bumped into you in Mayo Park, yeah. just just up the road here, um, and uh, you were saying you were doing it, and I'd heard about it. I'd heard um, who was it? Um, comedian. Comedian. It was. Oh yeah, I know. Tom You're, Allen. The, yeah. Tom Allen, um, and he does it every every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, three pages, pages. Yeah. of A4. You just write stream of consciousness. It's the first thing you do. Um, but you reminded me of it. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. I've got nothing on. So, um, and then just, um, it came up. Yeah, it just came up through doing that. Just I, because you sort of formulate your thoughts and uh, mm. it, 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 as it comes out and then just came up with that idea. And then, then we, we did it. And then yeah. it, and it, it just kind of, it, it's it worked. It's such a great thing. Yeah. But the obligation to be on the internet and part of, yeah. I was like, why don't you do a Twitter poll? That was my fucking idea. And now I'm like, I have to do a Twitter <laughs> poll every week. So on yeah, Tuesdays, I, I have to go online and like, Dude, so uh, that's a really hard balance because what we do is so at the moment anyway for me I'm not getting calls from really anyone so it's all self-created and it is important to have that sort of yeah uh, thing but I'm not sure I'm questioning more and more how important it actually is like we do need to distribute our content and that is important um and I found with the garden jam which was all through Facebook which I really hate the platform I now haven't opened up Facebook since I did the last jam yeah I was so burnt out by the end of having to be on the internet and I but I was because it's so addictive. Have you watched The Social Dilemma? Yes. Oh. It's because it's so addictive. We, even when I'm like, I'm just doing this for work, I would catch myself like on the toilet scrolling yeah. mm. Twitter or whatever. So that the end of the jam for me was like, okay, fine. And this email from Kathy being like, you've changed my life. I was like, you're an asshole. Like, <laughs> you did this thing. And you're like, it's so great. And then I wasn't doing it myself. Um, and now reading the um, pages back, it's a big, so one of the challenges is you have to write like insights, underline any insights or any actions. And I keep saying, this is in like May and June, past Jesse was like, social media is really, I'm finding this really hard. Mm. This is really, it was like, a, it's a, a thing that keeps coming back again and again. So I was like, okay, let's do this. So got Emma, I've done it before and I did like delete all my apps. But this time I'm, I think it's different because I, I just think my mental health is more important. And I think other people might be able to be more resilient, but I'm not, I'm not mm. able to be. No. I find um, the negative chatter really hard. Mm. Like even I've curated, like my Twitter feed, I think is a lot more comedians, but even that it doesn't help because there's the noise, the negative thing. There's yeah. a thing in teaching that one negative comment needs five positive ones to like balance mm. it out again. Mm. And I think it's probably even more with social media. So I've changed it now. Emma's Yeah. Emma has my password which helps because I tried it before but when I was like in the real world and I was leaving and going to work all the time yeah and then I'd want to either kill some time on the tube or I'd want to post something for work and I'd have to log in and then I just break it so at least now that I'm home with Emma all the time well, that works you have to type the password in to go on the app to even so every time so one of the things is log out every time you finish a session okay make sure you log out and then that just creates another barrier. I've actually turned my phone now into, I've put like a child lock thing on it. 
Yeah. And none of my, the internet doesn't work anymore. I can't even Google something. No, I can just Google something, but I can't open any web pages. So I'll get the answer to like, how many grams is 200 ounces? I get that <laughs> answer, but I don't, I can't go onto the web page that has a blog all about like their pastry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I have to get my laptop or an iPad. I mean, I have yeah. access to the internet, but just that I've blocked that completely because the impulse is so strong. And I think for me, it's the mental health thing of it is, it is, it blocks out any feeling. It's a numbing thing. It's a drug. And for me, it is probably the like the worst addiction. I've also stopped drinking since um, uh, the jam as well. And I'm not really mm. a drinker at all. I like yeah. two pints and I'm drunk, mm. but I might have a drink every other evening. And that, <clears throat> Somebody had said a friend, uh, we'd gone for a walk and they said, we're facing into like the most difficult winter and it's getting darker. And I am prone to getting a bit depressed in the winter anyway. It's like, why would you use anything? That is going to make affect your mental health and make it yeah. even worse. Yeah. So I'm I know I'm sounding really holier than thou now. I think I'm like nine days <laughs> off booze yeah. and maybe two weeks off social media. So for the work thing, it's like setting a time. And I know for like the play along, I have to log in on Tuesday and I have to log in on Thursday. Maybe retweet something on Friday. Yeah. And otherwise I don't really have to do anything else maybe for the trio, but setting times and doing it on my desktop. So I have to sit on my desk. It feels like work and then yeah, always yeah. logging out afterwards helps. But like, it's just having that awareness of like, it's, it's a drug. Yeah. And the thing yes. I want to do is like, like turn my brain and just scroll yeah. and, yeah. and yeah, numb yeah. it, but actually turning it off and being like, okay, well, what else can I do? I mean, I started practicing the piano again. Mm. I'm like yeah. reading a book. Yeah. All these things seem revolutionary, but That's like, it. And I find Netflix as well as bad. Like Emma and I are watching telly most evenings. And, and now I think we're going to try and do a week where we don't watch telly in the evenings. And you can see there's like crosswords lying around and yeah. the Guardian things. Just like yeah. trying to do anything that's not. And it's amazing how refreshing that is when you start reading again. I found that. I yeah. read a book recently and just whizzed through it because I had another one on the go for ages mm. and ages and kept like dipping in and not. But I mean, the satisfaction you get from reading a book compared with scrolling yeah. through your feed on bloody Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Or junk whatever. food. It's yeah, it is. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's the difference between yeah. having a McDonald's or going out yeah. and having a wonderful meal somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It's very much in my head because I'm reading back over past me and it was right when George Floyd was killed and mm. the whole BLM thing was massively all over social mm. media. And I struggled so much with it because I was like. I, you know, quietly, not in a holier than thou way. I've been quietly like reading things and really consciously going to diversity conferences and things and like really making an effort to like be a better human and to recognize past racist behavior. I did growing up in Ireland, particularly like you're not exposed to a diverse community. And definitely as a as a like early university kid, I probably said stuff that was really crap and shouldn't be said. And I'm Mm. like, so not not in an atoning way, just like, okay, I want to learn things. Yeah. And I found this screaming on social media really, really stressful because I was like, who are all these people who are now deciding like they need to shout about all this stuff when I've never heard them say anything anti-racist before in my life? Mm. And but it's all these like little quotes. And I have like I I was writing like these quotes feel really empty and meaningless and like Mm. but I was finding I had to be on there I wanted to engage because otherwise I wasn't being anti-racist in that moment eventually wrote wrote to myself like to myself dear me like read the book the quote that it comes from like just don't like retweet some like tile like go and read the book and it's still really hard to do yeah in the sort of there's no time for anything I don't know does anyone else suffer from that yeah definitely is time 
yeah, yeah. it's time for lots of stuff if you just get off your fucking phone yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah it's so hard but they're designed i mean i i'm gonna sound ranty and i'm sure by the time this comes out i'll be like dribbling and re- on facebook <laughs> again. i was listening to on a big Brene brown not big but you know she's got a, a podcast and the recent episode was on burnout so somebody sent it to me uh very timely because i was mm. completely broken after yeah. all these jams and mm. uh one of the things was like this idea that you have to move through and out of an experience or an emotion uh. and like if you have a super stressful thing happen and then you just like have a pint and go on Facebook, you feel way better, don't you? Right? Mm. Even if you're like, oh, that feels good, that pint, and then just like, uh, or just watching telly. But like, then you go to bed and you haven't actually gone through the experience and like gotten gotten out of it so like going out and going for a run or sounds all these healthy hippie things like even apparently having a hug like doing stuff that you feel all the way through the experience instead of blocking it which is what we're constantly doing i think um and they were saying over time you'll just get completely burnt out because you've particularly like you go on social media and it's like oh the world's on fire oh we're all gonna die like all the time there's these moments of even like uh remembering we're in a pandemic that little flood Mm. of cortisol that hits you right in the second of like oh god um like needing to we need to find ways to like go through that instead of just numbing it so that's my sort of ted talk about now i probably i'm very fallible and will definitely have failed but i think it's we all have to just try now yeah, you're right. It's good oh, to just you check yourself, isn't it? We all need to do. Yeah. That. So you say you, you've you've you have therapy mm. and you really recommend it. That is thanks to Emma. Emma, when I met Emma, she was in therapy already. Right. And uh, as I sort of flippantly earlier was like, oh yeah, my brother died and everything's fine. Um, I had this narrative that I told of like, yeah, when I was a kid, my brother committed suicide, and my family were great, and we all talked about it, and everybody's fine, and eventually i was like oh, i think i'm just saying that and i would find like particularly if i would talk about it in that glib way i end i've ended up noticing connections like i was at um i think it was a barbecue remember those oh. um oh. and talked about it like after a few drinks with somebody but in the storytelling way that i do and then a few hours later came home and i ended up i end up getting oh, it's a kind of a Emma calls him a black hole. You know, like if, I don't know, I don't know if anyone else does, but it's one of those, it's a sort of an anxiety thing that um, I'll get like, if I can't find like the lid of a pen or like something's gone wrong with my computer or I some, I have this feeling of like, unless I fix it, unless I find that thing or unless I put that there, the whole world's not going to feel okay. Like I'm really fucking anxious. Um, So I would get these black holes or spirals and mm. I literally can't even, there's somewhere like, I haven't been able to hear Emma like when we were first going out I got like some sort of bug on my computer and apparently I was like two hours being like I just need to fix it and I eventually like cried and shouted at me I was like oh shit so I started to add these things together of like "Ah, I'm definitely a super anxious person and I've had massive mental health stuff in the past like my final year of school big breakdown had to sit my exams in a separate room was like on medication did a head girl speech on Valium oh my like god all this stuff i shouldn't have probably done i should have <laughs> you know i had not do that speech. yeah anyway um so i was like these are things i was like these mental health flags throughout my life and maybe it would just be helpful it's, emma seems to find it helpful for her so and i've been going now for maybe five years and i talk to people all the time they're like oh i just can't afford it it's 200 pounds a month so that's a lot of money but it's also 
cheaper than other places. You can you could mm. spend twice that. Um, but I I found it's massively helped to just even now like I'm going through a thing of like I literally am on every week just being like there's a pandemic of oh, fuck <laughs> like but having somewhere that you can just talk about that is very helpful and it's definitely helped me to like embrace the the failure stories and figure out the things that um I don't know that that trip me up or um give me and give me a space to explore ideas or I don't know things that feel shit or things that feel good or shame things I don't know it's really uh there's just so much everybody doesn't matter how like if you've had the most privileged amazing upbringing as I have or you've had a horrible time and things have been absolutely awful and you've been abused like they're both people need uh, uh to self-reflect and have time to grow because we yeah. all like a paper cut still hurts do you know what I mean yeah and it's a, you still need to like just keep an eye on it doesn't get infected um and I think therapy maybe has this thing of like oh I, I'm not really fucked up so I'm probably fine I don't need that but it's allowed me to I don't know be more self-reflective and ultimately given me uh, a way of thinking about things that means that I'm maybe a bit braver about doing things or I make more sensible choices learning to say no to things oh that's yeah. a big one yeah, yeah. um and no to work yeah. like actually mm. uh, that's not going to be good for me and and keeping an eye on I don't know yeah it's part of a, an overall healthy thing though of like trying to meditate and exercise it's like anything like you go to a dentist you should go to a dentist yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, regularly like uh, you don't go to a dentist every week what's the, di- the same thing well eating healthy food yeah um and for me I I need that to just have that check-in point um, and sometimes it feels like, oh, everything is fine. What's the point of this? I'm literally like pissing my money away. And then I'll have a huge, gigantic weep and figure out something that I'd never figured out in my childhood. Or And and it that sounds indulgent sometimes as well. Like, oh, this thing or whatever. Like I, I had a very nice life. Um, but small things can build up, I think, unless yeah. you really um, look at them. Yeah, it's massively helped. Yeah, because it, it's sort of like a grounding and feeling comfortable in yourself, isn't it? Mm. I think it's such a massive thing that like you're saying about saying no to things and yeah, all those things just come from a place of like feeling comfortable in who mm. you are. I definitely think yeah, the more that you can reflect on stuff like that, it's yeah. so important. And living is just like being a human in the world is hard. And like being yeah. a teenager was really hard. And then like the small thing of like, and it's, it's not a huge thing, but like realizing you're gay and that first relationship where you have to hide it and all those things that just they slightly they slowly pile up like the way uh, fossil fuel gets made like you know, years and years of things that are quite small they can end up being like make something slightly less smooth run less smoothly than it could yeah. otherwise i think it's um massively recommended for everybody especially now jesus yeah like this is really weird <laughs> yeah. it is yeah, I think everyone's everyone's definitely going through some form of depression at the oh, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if they've never noticed themselves going through it before, I think. yeah. And it's at different points. It's really hard, isn't it? Because people don't you don't tally up with everyone. It's not like everyone on the same day no. is going. Oh, I'm feeling really bad today. Yeah, like you know that when you're feeling really bad, somebody else might be feeling mm. fantastic, and then that's really hard. To say, Why? Why is mm. it hit me now? Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. And every stage of our life brings different sort of challenges as well. Mm. like we're at the start of a process of trying to have kids and that's 
brings up loads of other stuff that like yeah. is worth just like talking about instead of me bottling it all up until I'm like lose it with a kid when they're 15 you know what I mean I don't know oh yeah, yeah. maybe yeah maybe I'll lose it anyway but like <laughs> oh, at least no. I've tried it's <laughs> more plain sailing yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also I would almost say there's a sort of a magic in the storytelling and in the playing and the art of what we do and I think actually the therapy and looking after yourself is is a bit like keeping making sure your bike is clean or all the bits mm. still work or whatever I'm not very good at <laughs> bike or car parts but like <laughs> uh, for me doing therapy means that I have uh, I finally learned tools to like work and communicate better with other people and it it's helped me to I don't know put things in place that mean that I've got a more healthy relationship with instrument or with uh yeah with perfectionism which is a massively crippling thing mm. Mm. I, I definitely i asked Kay in my trio um at some stage i was like oh, i've been doing this for ages like i don't feel like it's made a difference she was like are you actually joking rehearsals <laughs> are completely different now she's like you got you seem to be able to manage these the you know those chamber music conflicts and stuff and particularly she's like between me and karis your mediation feels different now um and I was like, oh, I don't, but I don't really. It's a sort of if you like, you start running and you're like, I still feel really fat, but you've been running for six <laughs> months. You're actually way fitter and you don't notice it. You're like, oh, actually, I might need yeah. some new trousers. That slow incremental thing. So I think it's all uh, like under the hood. Um, that means that then as a musician, I think you can be better and play better. I'm better in rehearsals. I also think meditation. God, I sound really holier than thou. <laughs> go off your phone, meditate, go to therapy. What a dick. <laughs> like, I, it's, a huge, it's been a huge thing. Like, it's been a while now since I've been in a rehearsal. But like, <laughs> uh, doing all those things mean that like, I'm able to focus better and be more present and give more of myself. Actually, that's a thing. If you can learn to like, uh, compartmentalize things and, and not manage things but understand things you have way more of yourself to give mm. than if you're like oh, yeah. running on empty and you're trying to hold shit together like I felt a bit like the last garden jam I was like ah! manically trying to still give when I was probably a bit empty mm. and actually when you can look after yourself and keep yourself topped up you've got loads more to share and more energy and more ability to like spot things and I, I, my main experience is probably chamber music that that moment when you can feel a colleague be like fuck like they've made a mistake or they've even possibly got lost or something that that thing where you can clock them in your peripheral and like pull them back in yeah if you if you've if you're completely running on empty that is more likely you're going to be that tunnel vision not able to see past just your own dots mm. but like all of the stuff, the meditation and the therapy stuff is helps, I think, me see maybe th more 360. Mm. That's a Alexander Technique thing, which I love the idea of being able to see. I mean, it's an orchestral playing, isn't it? You read your own dots. You can see the orchestra. You can see the leader. You can see the conductor. Yeah. You can see the yeah. audience all at the same time. And when you're really in the zone, in the flow, you're like, this is fucking great. Yeah. It feels so good. Yeah. yeah. But the moment something goes wrong, you go, you know. And you're like completely tunnel yeah. vision and you yes. can only see the next note ahead and then you make a mistake and it gets worse. Yeah, you're so yeah. right. So right. Yeah. That whole thing of, um, because I, I always try and tell myself this, even when I'm feeling really um, insular or stressed, mm. I always try and remind myself that actually people aren't interested in the fact that I can only think about the mistakes I'm making and 
the issues that I have with what I'm doing and oh god is and I'm so I'm becoming so self-obsessed people actually just want to make this whole complete article it's not about the individuals in these things yeah so yeah if you get I just that's a constant struggle for me <laughs> I think it's a constant struggle for everyone yeah. isn't it yeah and the uh like like a bit like everybody's mental health at the moment everyone's at different places at different times yeah and it's really uh it's always been a super fascinating thing i found this time every year for the last six years i've been doing the wexford opera festival Mm. i've been in a pit doing this and because i have things so varied having six weeks around just like i'm playing it is amazing i always found this like sort of psychological measurement like a barometer of where i was at and the first couple yeah. of years, as I rarely play principal as well as a sort of a jack of all trades. I'm in like 57th clarinet or playing a bass. <laughs> and this was like playing principal on the spot, small orchestra, you know, more pressure than I'm used to. And I used to really enjoy past tense, um, oh. uh, <laughs> like feeling that and measuring that and knowing like because you do the same gig for like you're playing the same thing for six weeks. It's a sort of a West End vibe maybe that I hadn't really experienced of like being able to measure where you're at psychologically each day because you're playing the same thing and it's the same battle every time. But some days you're exhausted or some days you're feeling amazing. And I kept I would always write after each show like what what was interesting or what was different or what was the struggle or what was what went well. I had one one day I went to visit my sister was living in in, um, Brazil and I had to go and get shots, yellow fever and stuff. And I had to f- go up to Dublin and back on the night of a show, maybe opening night as well. It was like slightly stupid, but I had no choice. And I, I definitely had like mild yellow fever. And I remember playing this like obscure French opera with a horrible conductor who was a bit of a bully and uh, feeling that that tunnel vision thing happen and seeing myself only be able to see the next note. And it was one of those Wexford specializes in like rare and un- never played opera. So the parts are always crap and they're like like handwritten manuscript you know those really and they do all the staves of the wrong way up and it's really annoying <laughs> and they don't write the key sing, the key signature all the way down <sighs> anyway uh and i re- remember like that's a really burnt in my mind of when it, coming away from that like i felt like i was like clinging on for dear life and i felt like i'd ruined it and it was terrible and like not many people really noticed nice. but it was such an intense psychological experience like I came home i was like what can i do and I, I was vegetarian but i was like i'm going to have a steak and i'm going to do this and i'm going to tr- try and like do all implement all these things to make sure that doesn't happen again that's like the most extreme version of it but um i think having that awareness of through other sides of your life helps to manage that thing because that's the sort of horror experience isn't it mm-hmm. that feeling Absolutely. of like clinging on with your nails Mm. sight reading a show or something like yeah and it's horrifying Mm. my i don't it's just not something i'm particularly fond of doing now and i'm happy to let some of some of that sort of slither away a bit if it means that i don't have to put myself through that much anxiety i'll just rather like do that via juggling tomatoes in my garden (laughs) (laughs) my own controlled environment maybe Oh, there we go. That really is the, the end. end. Genuinely is. <laughs> this saga. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's so great, but we really couldn't have cut anything because, you know, she's so interesting and everything she had to say about mental health and, 
you know, and how it associates with social media. I just found myself sat nodding at her a lot, going, yes, yeah. that's right, yes. It was great. Yeah. Yes, you've been friends with Jesse for years, haven't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, we started teaching together maybe about 10 years ago. Oh. Uh, we, used to, we used to run a brass and wind class at the end of the day. And, Excellent. Uh, that's where I kind of cut, cut my teeth yeah with uh young eight-year-olds nice reference back to the running teeth all there. over the place yeah <laughs> neatly tied in hey do you want to know something super ironic after all yeah. this chat about phones and the evils of phones and you know just sat re- guess what i did last night i smashed my blooming phone <laughs> in the bathroom oh, no. when i was going to scroll through it on the blooming toilet and that's what's happened. And I just feel like, really? what are the chances? <laughs> oh, Is that literally how I, you did it? You honestly, were sat on the toilet yeah. looking at Twitter? Yeah, I dropped it onto a hard floor. <laughs> and I just feel like it, oh my God. you know, it serves me right. And maybe, maybe now I'll be free. I don't think I will, though, because actually yeah. I've just spent all day feeling anxious and worried that I can't reply to messages or get in touch with anyone. So, <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't yeah. it? I feel like maybe this is a sign, Verity. Oh. I mean, we've been talking about this yeah. kind of thing for the last few episodes. I know. And um, it's like the universe has just made the decision for you. <laughs> yes, it is. The universe and the bloody toilet floor. <laughs> Damn it. So what are you going to get? Get a new cork floor? Yeah, rather rather than than getting a new phone, I'm going to go all out and I'm going (laughs) to get a new floor (laughs) so that when I drop the next one, it'll all be fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to deal with this situation. It really is. (laughs) Anyway, well uh, um, well done, Jesse, on getting your website. Yeah. And uh, for for really working out a way to, to have a relationship with social media that is healthy. It seems, I mean... I think it seems it seems like a healthy way yeah. to do it. Whatever works for you, isn't it? I mean, like no, I think she's got it sorted. I, I don't really it know. sounds it really does yeah. sound like she's on top of things. And also, totally go back and watch yeah. those garden jams. They are brilliant, yeah, yeah. brilliant, brilliant, and really made me feel good. And now that we're going into da 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 lockdown two, got plenty of time to watch them all. <laughs> oh, on lockdown two, yeah, that was said. So, we're recording this on on Sunday, the first of November. Mm. So, uh, so we last night we we heard the the new news about the second lockdown. So, mm. have you got any big plans? Um, well, no, not really, not as such. No, I think my big plan is get through November, and um, yeah. in as healthy a way as possible, and then and then really yes. embrace the joy of December and go all out for Advent. I think I th- yeah yeah good yeah. idea. Going to get a great Advent calendar. Do all kinds of exciting pre-planning. How about you? What are your plans? Well, I'm, I'm basically, I'm, I'm going to double down on the trumpet. I'm going to really yes. practice the trumpet, and and do some. Um, I've got some ideas, like creative ideas. I've been like recording some stuff into Logic and having lots of fun. Yes, great. Doing that. So, um, so I thought, you know, actually, um, like with the last lockdown, it was it was kind of so much possibility mm. or things you could do. Um, and then you end up kind of not really doing anything or I don't know, that's the way, the way I, mm. I mean, we did this podcast. We, we got that out that's true. Um, every week, Yep. <laughs> nearly without fail. Um, and uh, so that, that was good. But no, I feel, uh, I feel pretty positive actually. Brilliant. Um, it's like, I think it's going to be over before we know yeah. it. Yeah. This, um, this month. Well, you know, it's, and, it's old hat to um, us now, isn't it? We've got this. We know what we're doing. <laughs> it's what we do, yes, it isn't is. it? We just do lockdowns. <laughs> 
punctuated with a few days out. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. My my life is just you know you know wake a baby, feed it, um, or get woken up by a baby, <laughs> and then go for a walk, uh, sort of five o'clock. Yeah, every day, and uh, that's sort of it. And then in the in the breaks, watch a bit of telly and play the trumpet. <laughs> sounds really good. It's not a bad it sounds life, is it? really good. Hey, Seb, have you had a haircut this week? I did. Yeah, yeah. very nice. What I can see Thank on you. Uh, Zoom. Yeah. Very smart. I looked in my diary in case you asked me what I'd done this yeah. week. And the only thing that was in my diary was uh, haircut. Oh, there we are then. And so, it's been uh, noted. So all I'm good. glad you noticed yeah, it. Yeah, very nice. I went, I went a lot shorter. Yes. Look at this. A lot shorter than, than I've had it for a long time. Yeah. Oh, that is good. And, um, I, that's a wise decision now with yeah. a, month, a month not going. <laughs> you can... Yeah. That is the way. Mine's going to be a full-on Robinson Crusoe Man Friday style look by the end of this, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lovely. I think it looks nice. You you know. I I beg to How often do you wash your hair? Very frequently. Very after a run. After a run. So that should be every other day, I'd say. And um, and it's like like a good old mullet at the moment. I'm going 1980s footballer. It's a bit Kevin Keegan. Yeah, business at the front yeah. party at the back. Special <laughs> business at the front party at the back. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, hey, we've got an exciting thing though, haven't we? Just before sneaking oh, in before yeah. Thursday, we've got a great guest yeah. for you next week, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. Um, we. I mean, I really want to say who it is, but um, I don't think we should, no. just in case. No. Something happens. That's right. Let's not. So basically, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, you're just going to have to wait. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this in the future, it's going to seamlessly transition into the next podcast. And it's a really good guest. Like, I'm very excited. excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. We've got to think of some proper questions and, and yeah. topics. And I've actually earmarked. Do some research. Yeah, I was going to say, I've earmarked an evening to go and do some serious research so that I can go full creepy stalker when we get there. <laughs> No, no, oh, we don't sorry, go creepy no, stalker. Okay. Oops, that's not what I meant. We go cool, <laughs> professional uh, journalism <laughs> person. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I think, Seb, we should maybe so, meet just before we go and see this person so that you can psych me up for that, okay? I, I'm going to psych you down, actually, if that's, <laughs> if that's anything, just to, just to get the levels right. Oh, good God. Good luck to you. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It it's is. It's gonna be an exciting week. Yes, it is. And hopefully next week, next episode, you'll see what we did. Yes. So thanks for listening, everybody. And uh just uh a few free things you can do yeah. that would help us out as a podcast. You could um you could subscribe to it if you don't already. You could share it on some sort of social media. Oh, if you write a review, yeah. rate it on on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Yeah. And, oh, just tell tell your friends and family about it. Yeah. Have noisy conversations about it. You know, walking down the street, have a have a loud chat about how great it is so that other people might hear. Yeah, please do that. Tell your butcher. <laughs> Guys, have a great week, great lockdown, and we will see you for another episode of Three in a Bar next week. Bye! Bye!
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.